Radio. This is Bobby with your Catholic News headlines for the week ending the 13th of June 2014. In this week's news, Israeli and Palestinian presidents join Pope Francis in praying for peace. Karachi Catholics turn to St Anthony of Padua's intercession for peace following Taliban attacks. UK court orders mentally disabled minor to undergo an abortion. Pro-life MP suspended from Victorian Parliament. And Capuchin Friars to host the first National Capuchin Youth Conference. Peacemaking calls for courage, much more so than warfare. These were the words spoken by Pope Francis to Israeli and Palestinian presidents Shimon Peres and Mahmoud Abbas on their visit to Rome on Pentecost Sunday. Peres and Abbas journeyed to the Vatican at Pope Francis' invitation to join him in praying for peace at the Holy Land. The encounter took place in the Vatican Gardens just two weeks after Pope Francis had announced it and incorporated prayer in the Jewish, Christian and Islamic traditions. Vatican Radio's M.M. McCarthy has that report. There were rabbis from diverse traditions, Muslim and Druze, Imams and Muftis, Cardinals, bishops, and the custodian of the Holy Land, Father Pizzabala. Theophilus III, the Greek Orthodox Patriarch of Jerusalem, was also present, as were Rabbi Abraham Skorka and Muslim leader Omar Aboud, both from Buenos Aires, Argentina, both longtime friends of the Holy Father. We call upon God in an act of supreme responsibility before our consciences and before our peoples, said Pope Francis. We cannot bring about peace on our own, he said, and this is why we are here this evening, because we know and we believe that we need the help of God. We have heard a summons and we must respond. It is the summons to break the spiral of hatred and violence and to break it by one word alone, the word brother. But to be able to utter this word, we have to lift our eyes to heaven and acknowledge one another as children of one Father. From Jerusalem I have come to call for shalom, salam, for peace. The Israeli president Shimon Peres said, It is within our power to bring peace to our children. This is our duty, the holy mission of parents. The Palestinian president Mahmoud Abbas called on God to bring a comprehensive and just peace to the region. He also quoted St. John Paul II, If peace is realized in Jerusalem, peace will be witnessed in the whole world. At the conclusion of the prayer ceremony, the two presidents joined Pope Francis and Patriarch Bartholomew in planting an olive tree in the Vatican Gardens, a symbol of their shared desire for peace. Catholics of Karachi have turned to prayer in response to a double attack on their international airport by the Pakistani Taliban earlier this week. People of all ages came together to venerate the saint of their city, St. Anthony of Padua, whose feast day the church celebrates today. According to Father Mario Rodriguez from St. Anthony's Parish, Karachi, the three days preceding the Padua Saints' feast day were set aside to pray for peace with the church open from 6am to 6pm for adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. Father Rodriguez said, 
in moments of tension and violence, while a symbolic attack is taking place at the heart of the state, as Catholics we turn to St. Anthony. To the saint of miracles we ask for the gift of peace and harmony for our beloved nation, he said. The Catholic community has also asked Pope Francis to pray for peace in Pakistan. The attack on Sunday evening was sudden, with groups of terrorists, now identified as the Pakistani Taliban, marching into the airport and firing rocket-propelled grenades. 36 were killed and 20 were wounded during the gun battle, which continued until Monday morning. The second attack took place less than 36 hours later and interrupted prayers for the victims of Sunday evening's attack. Three terrorists on motorbikes fired near the airport's security force training facility before running away. Flights were cancelled and two arrests have been made. A mentally disabled 13-year-old has undergone an abortion at the ruling of England and Wales' most senior family judge. As a result of her mental condition, the girl who cannot be identified is described as having the comprehension of a 7-year-old. Sir James Munby, president of the family division of the High Court, stated that the girl would be unable to keep her child, citing the many difficulties in the girl's life and her lack of capacity to decide for herself. Sir Munby said, leaving to one side her own wishes and feelings, the preponderance of all the evidence is clear that it would be in her best interests to have a termination. The girl was initially against the abortion prior to the court proceedings, with the Huffington Post UK quoting one expert in the case as saying, continuing the pregnancy may have a less detrimental effect. However, Sir Munby said that the girl began changing her position at the beginning of the hearing. Sir Munby said, it was clearly appropriate for me to supply the necessary consent to enable the termination to proceed. Although Sir Munby's written ruling was only published this week, the abortion has already taken place. Pro-life Victorian State MP Jeff Shaw was suspended from Parliament on Wednesday night following findings he misused his taxpayer-funded car. The Parliamentary Privileges Committee found that Mr Shaw misused his taxpayer-funded car for his hardware business, costing taxpayers nearly $7,000. Following a heated debate in Parliament, Victorian Premier Dennis Napthine announced Mr Shaw will be suspended for the 11 sitting days between now and the 2nd of September without receiving his salary. Mr Shaw is required to pay back $6,838. He is not allowed to use any entitlements overseas or interstate and must formally apologise for the abuse. If he fails to meet these requirements, he will be formally expelled after the 2nd of September, just under three months before the 29th of November election. Mr Shaw, who is the member for Frankston and a former Liberal MP, currently holds the balance of power in the Victorian Parliament. He recently withdrew his support for the State Premier after Mr Napthine's refusal to allow debate on proposed amendments to Labor's 2008 Abortion Law Reform Act. Mr Shaw has been a vocal opponent of the laws which are among the most liberal in the world and refused the right of conscientious objection to doctors. Earlier this week, he told Fairfax Media that he believes both parties are attempting to silence him over the issue. The Capuchin Franciscans will be holding a National Youth Fest in Sydney later this month, featuring local and international speakers focusing on the theme, Rebuild My Church. Capuchin friar and event organiser Father Thomas McFadden said the event is a great opportunity for young people to be inspired, learn about their faith and to get to know one another. It's a terrific program, we have great talks, Bailey Mass, Adoration, live music and games. We've got two international Capuchin speakers. So come along to, to rediscover our identity in Christ, to be renewed in faith, 
hope and charity and to be empowered to go and rebuild the church just as St. Francis did and to have a little bit of fun as well. The Capuchin Franciscan Youth Fest will be held at Rattahane Conference Centre in New South Wales, Royal National Park, south of Sydney. Registrations close this Sunday and are available via the Capuchin Friars website and Facebook page. For more information or to register, visit capuchinfriars.org.au. That's it for this week's headlines. Thanks for listening. For more details of these stories or for more Catholic talks, interviews and programs, visit cradio.org.au.